0: Right, welcome everybody to another episode of Chris and Dave's Reality Cast. I am one of your hosts, Chris Phelps, and my co host and very good friend is Mr.
1: Dave Horrocks. Hey there, Chris. Good to speak to you again, even though I've just spoken to you, of course. We've just come off our Zoom <laughs> conference call. <laughs> we watched the episode, so this is our fresh take, even though the show's about six months old. But, you know, for us, it's brand new. <laughs> so where do you want to start today, Chris?
0: Well, Dave, I want to throw out a bit of a um, you know change of character, someone I've actually really enjoyed watching over the last few episodes. And we've said it a few times, but Jeremiah, I thought... His heart was on his sleeve today. He was absolutely brilliant. He's so in love with Selly, and he sees the error of his ways. I hope it's genuine. I don't think you can put on them tears, Dave, just faking it. I do genuinely hope that they make something of it, and I hope Selly now stops giving him a hard time. And also, he's got a pair of a knickers to sniff as well, Dave, which is just... (laughs)
1: Well, they're already pre-sniffed by George, aren't they? Which (laughs) I thought was fucking very weird and a bit uncomfortable, to be honest. I mean, (laughs) selling for offering to sniff them in the first place. And if someone did that to you, Chris, what what would you do? I'd be like, That's it's it's all right, thanks. I I know you've washed them. I know you've sprayed them with perfume. But I'm I'm good. I'm good over here, thanks. Yeah, but they come on, George should just do anything more. Here, so it's... he's a fucking horn dog, isn't he? It's <laughs> fucking let's 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 not lay into George just yet. No, but, no, no. But yeah, a... no, I agree with you. I, I do think out of everyone, I think Jeremiah shown the most growth. You know, he's he's changed the most since he's been in there. So from episode one he was confident cocksure about himself he was the dominant person in the relationship and probably didn't value what he had with selling whereas you know it's it did seem genuine this time at least you know cuz I, I was saying that because he'd been called out by his flatmates I, i'm not sure if he's just playing up to the cameras a little bit and you know he's just a bit more aware of himself and his actions now but when he broke down it it, it did seem like a genuine kind of outpouring and it, it does seem like he's had that realisation of, of what he's got, and, you know, he's sort of genuinely uh, expressing his feelings for us. So, yeah, I, I I didn't see any hope for this couple, Chris, but you know what? The the way it is now, so episode 11, it does seem like these guys might have turned the corner.
0: Yeah, I, I'm rooting for him, Dave. I really, really am. I said dinner at like, Selin's, you can't bear the grudge, and she obviously is that type of person where when you do a wrong, you are... It's going to take you hell and high water to get back in the good books, but he deserved the shit he got, without a doubt, but you know, after 10, 11 episodes of seeing this, I'm so happy that he's had a come to Jesus. Whether they get back together at the end of it, I don't know. We've only got a few episodes left, but I was really pleased for him as a person, thinking, you know what? It takes a lot of bollocks to admit when you've been wrong, you've been horrible to somebody, you need to change... Fair folks, soon, Dave. I've got to say, I absolutely... Uh, I'm like that with anybody. We've all done it. We've all been dickheads. We've probably still been dickheads as we get older. But when you can actually take a step back and apologise for just being completely unreasonable or thinking, I always have respect for people because we've all had to do that at some point. And just as you get older, you start realising that you just want people to be nice to you and you to be nice to them. There's no point going in, in the world and just thinking you're pulling a crafty one on different yeah. people, especially if you're in a relationship. That's no way to base a relationship so for me that was that was like my highlight of this episode
1: and and you know jeremiah is on to a winner there because Selin thinks he's absolutely gorgeous and <laughs> I mean, he's not a bad looking bloke but you know she's been on the date with david who's you know quite a dreamy bloke much much taller you know and, and everything so the fact that she's only got eyes for jeremiah you know she's definitely a keeper and and i'm you know, for the first time, I think this series, I, I'm rooting for him as well, because I, I just in the first few episodes, I just didn't see anything redeemable about that relationship. And even though in, at the start of the episode today, you know, Selim was almost like reveling in the fact that, you know, uh, Jeremiah was quite angry. She was quite pleased that she would really irked him. But then, you know, she softened a bit later on and, and the true feelings came out, didn't they?
0: Yeah, yeah, they did, Dave. They did. So, you know, that was a a bright spark in the uh, episode, Dave. Now, I did want to talk again about Nat and Megan. And Nat, it's just, there's just fucking red flags all over the place with him. You know, we had a meeting, didn't we? The girls met the girls, the lads met the lads. And Nat is fucking hell. If he could be any cooler, Dave, he'd be a block of ice, wouldn't he? (laughs) Poor Megan's there, absolutely distraught. She acknowledged what. It happened she'd been texting some guy, and that she'd that, but I don't think he's innocent in any of this and it's it's a great experiment to watch how the human psyche is a case of, and I've said this before I don't want you to fucking shit on me, but I'm going to try and slyly shit on you, and if I can get away with it, it's all right, but as soon as you do it to me i'm going to fucking kick off and that, and I think that's that's where most of them are that's like you know it's an age thing as well but they are not a good couple at all and and they're going to be there to the end there's no way as far as i can see they can be together and i think megan deserves better i think at the moment
1: i agree and uh, you know what's what's slightly upsetting to watch is she's kind of she feels like she's brought everything on the relationship but from what we can see you know how flirty he is Like he just slips into that very well. I still say he's got no chat, but he just gets away with it because of everything else. You know, all he does is he'll say something that isn't remotely funny and, and then laugh at himself. Like me and you, Chris. (laughs) I'm just gonna say I can laugh at me on punchlines before I've said it, Dave. (laughs) Oh, you know what? Fucking shit line of the episode is reserved not for Nat, but for someone else. But I'll get I'll get onto that in a bit. But yeah, because he is sort of dreamy, you know, and he he is kind of open. I, I. I don't think, you know, he was kind of uh, an angel when they were in that relationship. To be honest, from what we're seeing here, I do think, you know, he did fess up about the kiss, you know, straight away. He did seem to feel remorseful about it, but he's on a fucking reality TV show. So he knows if he doesn't say it, then it's going to come out at some point. So, no, Meg needs to move on. Because she clearly hasn't, you know, they're here. She believes by texting this other boy. When she talks about it, it sounds a bit like sexting. When Matt talks, uh, Matt, when Nat talks about it, it sounds like they were gonna meet up for a bit of dogging or something. You know, yeah, yeah. it sounds a bit worse. Who knows what it is? Don't really care. All I can see is this is a toxic couple, and they need to to get out. And I mean, Nat had the the date with what was the name, Daniello? yeah they seem to get on okay but you know again i guess fair fair play to him he was like you know this this isn't gonna sort of carry on any further and so you know again i'll give him a bit of credit for that he's he's not going to drag it out um because he said about his head being in two places I do think it's a little bit of an excuse because what the fuck are you doing on Singletown? <laughs> you know, of course your head's <laughs> yeah, in two yeah. places. Everyone's head's in two different places. So, um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I I just think these guys would be better going off and, uh, you know, meeting new people where they don't have all this baggage and, and trying to repair something that from where I'm sitting can't be repaired. Totally agree. Totally agree. So who else caught your eye then, Dave? <sighs> Well, Rob and Claudia have been, uh, th- this was probably the most eventful for me because, I mean, when, when the episode started off, we were going through the Love Locket ceremony kind of aftermath, weren't we? And, you know, Rob is clearly very cut up about it. Claudia's not seemingly that arsed. You know, Rob's getting quite annoyed. But then when when we have the meetup of the City Siders and the riversiders, you know, they have the girls chat and then they have the boys chat one of the girls I can't remember who it was said to Claudia that Rob said she's selfish now I don't remember seeing that but I guess you know might have said it off camera or something but fucking hell she didn't like that did she and you know what I I think Claudia is honestly Chris a walking contradiction because she's saying stuff like "Oh, I just want him to go out and enjoy himself she was the one episode one in fucking tears you know, practically wanting to drag Rob away because he was just having a chat to another girl. That was it. He wasn't snogging her. He wasn't fucking nuzzling her neck like Bailey was, you know, which uh, when Rob found out about that, he was pretty fucking annoyed about. So I, I just think it's like, it, she does seem selfish, to be honest, Chris. That That's the way she's yeah. coming across to me.
0: Yeah, and, and I think Dave, actually, he was saying that. He did say something, that that comment about selfish, he just said it. Off the cuff when he met the guys, very it was it all within the context of a conversation. I think one of them's just picked up on that and gone with it, you know, straight away. And that's where she saw her ass But Rob's right, he's not gone near anybody. I said to you, he, he seems to have grown as a person. He admits that he, he wasn't right with her, he he, he genuinely needs to be. And he, he sent a note over for her as well, didn't he, with the guys and said, Look, can you oh, yeah, this yeah. no, she, I, I agree, Dave. I was rooting for at the start, I genuinely thought he's a bit of a player, a bit of a hothead by the looks of it. You know, you know, just, just genuinely, they must argue a lot and stuff like that. But as this has gone on, I just don't think she knows what she wants. And I think Rob even said, didn't he, when they did the Love Locket thing, in the episode before, like, I don't want anyone else. I'm not dating anybody. I don't care sort of thing. So, I don't know what more he can do. It may just be time for them to part, and that's it, Dave. Um, I, I think she needs a lot of growing up. If I'm being completely honest, now watching it more and more, I thought it was the other way around, But as I watch it, I think she needs to grow up.
1: Yeah, I think there is a bit of that. And you know what might be a good tonic for a, a relationship? So if you're out there, you're having some problems in your in your relationship, and you're you're not sure, you know, particularly you know the bloke's not giving you enough attention or whatever. Go on a date with Bailey, and that will cure everything. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now this is not their first date, but you know it's quite obvious this guy was a bit of a player. But to actually come out and call yourself a player, and you know, just say you're just after a bit of fun, you know, I I thought was uh, was an interesting move. But Chris, you know, I say sometimes that some things are just butter clenchingly embarrassing. When he says, "Like, are you from McDonald's?" Because I'm loving it, and then gives himself a clap. I was like, "Did you really just do that?" I mean, it's not fucking clever. It's not funny. It's not fucking anything. Again, he's—I guess—he's one of these guys. He is tall. He is good-looking. He's well-presented. He he just gets away with it. And I can only think, you know, in a loud, crowded bar and stuff, girls aren't really interested in what he says because what he says is fucking ridiculous. What what did you make to his performance in that whole date?
0: (laughs) Well, I I think it's a bit like what's going on with Mason and Sophie. They've acted a certain way, haven't they? But like anything, the real person will shine through. If you are not a nice person or you're a bit stupid or a bit selfish or whatever... Eventually, that mask drops, doesn't it, Dave? And I think he's played a bit of a part. And I'm glad, I mean, she to be fair to Claudia, she called him out, didn't she? She did say he'd a bit of a player and stuff. And I think at that point, she was like, Right, we're off that fucking train
1: straight well, away. He, it, I'm sure he called himself a player first. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> and then she's like, yeah, yeah, you are a bit of a player. It's like, yeah. like it's just an interesting tactic to call yourself one. Uh, yeah, and that's like a bit of a fucking egotistical shit as well,
0: isn't it? You're just like, you, you, I don't get it. I don't get the concept of, of that. She just needs to move away from him and have a look with Rob, get back with Rob, or she needs to, they just need to separate. These these three options she's got. But that Bailey, as a third option, is someone she needs to stay well clear of because he's <laughs> a fucking idiot.
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, Claudia's uh, cheesy chat-up line was better, wasn't it? I, I've heard that one before. Are you from Tennessee? because you're the only 10 I see. Oh, my God. <laughs> Is it, Chris, in your younger days, you know, when you were caught in, <laughs> did any chat-up lines ever work for you? No, Dave, it was usually something like, do you want another drink? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Yeah, my favourite was, uh, does this smell like chloroform to you? <laughs> I think that was the only one that worked. (laughs)
0: Fucking moving very swiftly on (laughs) me. That's a move on. But you know, you're saying about players, Dave. Now, we've avoided him because he's been the centre of every episode. But the whole Sophie, George and Mason triangle, I mean, watching it again, when George spilled the beans to Sophie, he doesn't love her. Why would you do that to someone you love? He thinks he's doing it Like, one, to get back with her. He's he's not (laughs) got the best interests at heart. And then he's just reveling in it. And then Mason, obviously, is a bit of a bell-end as well. I think that, that mask has dropped now. Sophie's seen it. But she did say... I just don't want to be with George. But so then later on, she's like, oh, he's a good guy. I'm doubting it. And I'm not joking, Dave. I was at the fucking screen going, no, because he hes just, oh, I just find him just a horrible person, George. I really, really do, Dave. I just think he's hes completely narcissistic on that. I think he's just horrible to Sophie. She if, I don't think Mason now, he's revealed his his fucking hand. He's a bit of a dick. He's a player himself. (laughs) Fuck him off. She's enjoyed her time with him, and then she needs to sort of develop and move away from this whole situation because every episode with George, I find myself disliking him more and more, Dave.
1: I I, I don't think he he went down in my estimation today. I I do think he's, he's going into that. He's still on the same path, isn't he? You know, he's still like all upset. But the thing that was making me sort of chuckle a bit was just like he was saying, She doesn't, I, I want someone to shake her and just tell her what good things she's got. And he's like, fucking hell, even if David Beckham came out and said something like that, I'd think, You arrogant prick, you know, but at yeah. least he'd have some backing behind it. I, I don't get He thinks he is the mother of all catches and, you know, she should just be happy with him. And I I don't get it. And, you know, he is being quite vindictive. You know, he is trying to kind of sabotage that Mason and Sophie relationship so that he's back there. And and like you say, for a moment with Sophie, it seemed to work. You know, I'm going to make a horrible prediction now, Chris, but I think Sophie is such a good looking and, you know, she seems very kind, very caring and and all round nice person. I think she's going to be one of those who's going to get a bit older and, and then just be like, fucking all men are bastards because they're all fucking lying pricks. Because she just she just attracts them and she can't see it. And the reason I say that is she, asked, she straight out was fishing for Mason to say, you know, did he hook up with anyone after the brunch? Even though you said previously you didn't. He did admit it, fair play, but he, he knew she was fishing specifically for something. She's quizzing him a bit on it. You know, why did you lie and stuff? And he just goes, look, I like you. (laughs) You You like me, you know? And he's like completely deflecting it. And she let him get away with it. It's like, no, you fucking lied. Like right at that early stage in the relationship. So when, when things are not as good which in you know long-term relationships there are times when it's not very good and that's when you you really have to be strong together well how can i possibly trust you and so yeah unfortunately she just she just from this episode i'm just thinking i, I think she's just going to attract pricks through her life
0: yeah yeah i think you're right dave i think i think that could be a low self-esteem thing as well you know, she needs to start owning it, do not she? Being herself and and embracing who she is because she's a she's like a model, isn't she? Really, I think I think, yeah, I think out of all the contestants, she's the prettiest out of all of them. That's not being disrespectful to any
1: of them. I think it's it's unfortunate. It's just look, some blokes are just fucking really good at at holding that initial mask up and hiding the fact that they're a fucking prick. Yeah. I think I think that's the problem. So. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I hope I'm wrong with that. But I, especially in that Mason discussion, I was just think thinking, oh, you know, there's loads of red flags there and you're just ignoring them.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'm with you. I'm with you on that, Dave. Completely agree. We'll see how this plays out. It's fucking great TV, I've got to say. But um, also, Dave, so we get a new couple, don't we, today? So they've replaced Charlie and Elliot. We get uh, Ella, Joe, is it Kyra or Kira? <laughs>
1: Kyra, I think uh, the producer said, or, uh, or right, yeah. voiceover person said,
0: yeah, it was quite interesting. They met each other in Australia. Um, they were the first time they'd actually had a same-sex relationship because they would both been with boys before then. So, and they've been together. Obviously, there must be there is some sort of issues. We get a little bit of a backstory, but I must admit, Dave, I am going to struggle to have an investment in this couple over three episodes. Because yeah. it's, it's a lot, we, we you know, look at, look at the way I'm, my opinions changed of like Jeremiah, Rob, people like that who I wasn't sure of at the start. That Even, the, you know, the situation you had with Luke and Natasha when they left. And, and I think, I don't know whether I'm going to be that interested in what their journey is over the, whether they concentrate on them a lot. I don't think they will. I think there's just going to be a little five minute segment, seven minute segment on their relationship. And then we move on because they've got to close out everyone else's journey in this show. So yeah. interesting.
1: Yeah, I mean, I I don't think I've come across this one before, Chris. So yeah, they both basically got together. The shorter one, I, I don't know which way round it is to be honest, Kira or, or Ella, but the shorter one is so called from Australia, but she sounds British. Yeah, so I, I don't know that. what's going on there. Um, but yeah, I think they're going to have to give them a lot of screen time, aren't they? Because we know all the other sort of characters in there, and and you know we only need to see them a little bit to see what's going to kind of happen. So I think they're going to have to give Ky- Kyra and Ella quite a bit of time, but what's going to make it interesting, Chris, and we, we did praise the show, didn't we? Because unlike kind of Love Island, where it's all very hetero-focused, uh, we had Elliot and Charlie earlier in the season, and now we've got Kyra and Ella, but the fact that they were with boys before, and they've only got together, you know, it's their first time with a girl, they've got lots of different permutations there haven't they they could send them mm. off with dates with boys they could send them off with dates with girls you know leave some for the rest of us you know? yeah. <laughs> but um yeah so i just think uh it, it could be interesting um and let's see see where it goes but yeah again praising the show because i i just think it's it's good to have that bit of diversity
0: no, yeah, of course it is. Of course it is. And I think, uh, isn't that everyone today, Dave? I think we've gone through every couple, haven't we now?
1: Yeah, I think so. Like I say, we covered the dates. Um, like I say, my, my favourite was, I mean, he winds you up, but I am might be turning the corner on George, Chris. Oh, fuck because... off, Dave. I'm sorry. You can't. I, I, it's like, just because it's so i mean i really hope the bloke is okay you know because i i do sort of worry for him because he's he's in such a spiral but it's just a little bit funny you know when when all the blokes are sat in the pub and he's like you know your girlfriend's pining over you yours is pining over you yours is pining over you and i'm just here (laughs) i'm dumped all i want to do is get back with sophie and it's just It's kind of making me chuckle a bit, Chris. And that's a horrible thing to say. But come on. It is like office levels of funny.
0: Oh, yeah. Honestly, I'm with you, Dave. I would not wish anything upon the lad. I really wouldn't. Because you have to watch with these TV shows, especially because I have seen, I've put his name in on Twitter and I haven't seen any of the results or anything like that. But he did get some pelters, Dave, and these articles on them and stuff about him, you know, red flags and stuff like that. So I'm hoping that, he comes out. I've said this before. He comes out of it as a better person. It's just watching it. It's fucking hands, you know, uh, eyes for your fingers job. I'm like, oh my God, he's off again, you know. Yeah. And, and why would you keep telling somebody that you are the great catch? You, you need your partner's <laughs> the one who turns around and says, I'm so lucky to have this person, you know, man. Oh, well, I'm so lucky to have them in my life. that not, not you. He's like me saying to some, I'm the best thing that ever happened to you. Don't you forget it. Okay. Now, ah, ah, ah. <laughs> tell me. Yeah. Well, you, like, know you know, you'd get I'm, your
1: fucking okay. balls chopped off at that point. Exactly. So. <laughs> you,
0: just, you wouldn't do that though, would you? It's just it, I think it's just a lack of maturity, but I agree. As much as I'm roasting him and I'm not a big fan of him, I don't want to see any ill will of the lad. I hope he, he's grown as a person in these last six months from the show.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, Chris, if someone wants to get in touch with us, how are they gonna get in touch with us? On Twitter, mate,
0: at CD Realitycast, or if you want to email us cdrealitycast at gmail.com. As always, as I always say, drop us a review on your podcast catching up, guys, if you can, if you have a bit of time. But also, Dave, we have only got three or four episodes left of uh, Singletown now, which is fantastic because of the uh, watch-along that we're both doing. Uh, And also, we have got Labour Love, which we're going to be doing episode three very shortly. But we are going to get Singletown done in the next week, Dave, because, and I've seen the trailer now, It is definitely season one of Love Island Australia. We may not be called the Love Island cast, but we are still a Love Island cast when it comes to Love Island, Dave. So I (laughs) cannot fucking wait. Monday, the 15th of June. Get it in your calendars, guys. ITV2, we are on a rerun. And, And a lot of people have questioned, one thing that's slightly serious, a lot of people have questioned why they've done this. I think the simple reason is because people say, why don't you go back, someone said, why don't we go back to when Callum bested in the 90s and was nailing everything in sight, or the (laughs) early 2000s, (laughs) Paul Danon was on it, he was kicking off all the time, and uh, Lee Sharp was on it. But I I think realistically, you've got to take a step back and say, with what's happened this last year with Paul Caroline Flack, they're not going to rerun any of the UK ones on on TV. They're available on
1: BritBox on the app, but they're not going to do that, I don't think. Yeah. And also it's, it's new content, isn't it? For people yeah. that they've not seen it before. So I, I think it's better to show something new The you know, I've loved doing single town. Obviously the, the thing that I love about doing the Love Island cast though, is just that kind of, it's daily, isn't it? It's, it's the kind of, everyone's watching the same thing at the same time. Whereas while we're watching it on catch up on our own kind of schedule, you know, we hope kind of people are watching along with us. Um, you know, that that's great, but I think people discussing things that are new, unfortunately, you've seen it before, haven't you, Chris? So, yeah, fucking yeah. spoilers to yourself. <laughs> I will. I, will. I'll, <laughs> I know I'll, I'll, you I'll... will, of course. <laughs> but, um, I'll try. I will. I will. Yeah, I think uh, I, I am looking forward to it. I am glad they're putting on something new, and you did set expectations pretty high, that Australian love island, so I'm expecting big things, and uh, season two didn't deliver, but, you know, Season one, I've got my fingers crossed. So, yeah, I think it's June the 15th, isn't it, in the UK? Yeah, a week on Monday.
0: Yeah, and I, I I must admit, Dave, I'm shitting it a little bit thinking <laughs> I've built this up. Is it rose-tinted glasses, you know, when you build someone up so much and then you'll be watching it going, this is just the same as the other shit we watch." you know. But uh, I don't think you will. There's, there is some proper controversial moments. But also, Dave, I've not watched it for 18 months. So i tell you now, I can guarantee there'll be loads of stuff that I I missed when I watched it first time because when me and Sam watched it, we were decorating our bedroom and we had like, we watched about eight episodes in one day, you know, decorating it from top to bottom. So it could be a case of, and then we we carried on watching it properly, but there'd be loads of stuff I've missed. And I I genuinely, I know the outcome and I know some of the couples, but I couldn't tell you at the moment until I start watching it again, how they get to that point. So it'd be interesting for me to watch it and I just can't wait for you to watch it, to be honest.
1: Yeah. And I know what you mean. It was funny, like, so on the on the other Bachelor Banter podcast, when they did the whole reunion thing, they were showing some of the girls from the earlier episodes. And I was like, fucking hell, this is only like a few weeks ago. I've forgotten them all already. <laughs> you know? yeah. So, yeah, I, I imagine you have forgotten quite a bit. So uh, that'll be good fun. I will just say, Chris, as well, we mentioned about Twitter, but um, we're a bit more active now, aren't we? We're going to try and get more active uh, again on Instagram. Yeah. so we've been pretty pretty slack with that uh, since we started mainly focused on Twitter but if you are on Instagram then give us a follow over there as well because it's just a, a slightly different medium isn't it and um, of course Ellie and Charlie are following us over there as well aren't they, and, they uh, are, yeah I think we've actually got the we've got about three of the um, labor of love guys following us as well. Yeah, we had a few
0: conversations, Dave. I'm trying to work my magic and get a couple of guests on Arter as well, which would yeah, be nice. Yeah, no, that'd be good. That'd be good. So we've definitely got a couple from Tower hopefully coming on. We've, uh, so we, we should, maybe after we've finished it all, have a bit of a recap episode. That'd be nice. So yeah. uh, we'll
1: see. We'll see. No, that'd be good. Find out what they're up to now and... Uh how they're doing during this lockdown period when everyone's fucking sat at home but uh, no Chris it's been a pleasure again and um, I'll speak to you again in a day or so when we'll we'll go through episode 12 exactly
0: nice one mate and uh, hope everyone has a good weekend so uh, we'll see you next time
1: bye now